Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in tonight to Ask a Catholic Dude. Name is Nick. I am that Catholic Dude. And please feel free to call in at any time with any questions you might have about the Catholic Church, the faith, scripture, tradition, all that stuff. All that good stuff. Feel free to call in at any time. Um, so today is, of course, Freedom's Eve, um, as it is affectionately called by some. I don't think by too many, but it was always called Freedom's Eve wherever I'm at. So, you know, 3rd of July. 3rd of July doesn't roll off the tongue like 4th of July does for whatever reason. Freedom's Eve seems to work, though. It sounds pretty nice. Um, and so while, you know, probably a lot of you are enjoying fireworks and whatnot, um, I was not, unless you count the fireworks that were kind of going off as I was driving along the highway. Instead, um... I did not go out for fireworks because my children are a little too young for that and fireworks typically start after their bedtime and they have the propensity to be the propensity to be scared of loud noises so it wasn't really the best year to take them out for fireworks maybe next year maybe next year they'll be a little bit better and we can do it but since I did not have any fireworks plans I went to church uh, just a couple hours ago. Went to church tonight on this Freedom's Eve because July 3rd, and kind of keeping in, in theme with uh, feast days and whatnot as we have uh, in recent days, today is also the feast of St. Thomas the Apostle uh, because June 29th, just a few days ago, was the feast of St. Peter and Paul, um, and today we celebrate St. Thomas the Apostle. Uh, tradition holds that St. Thomas was the evangelizer of India. He went east, uh, pretty far east, obviously we got all the way to India. And he's also the apostle that was known as Doubting Thomas. He, he doubted that Jesus had risen from the dead and wouldn't believe it until he was able to see Jesus. And that's why St. Thomas is has always been, you know, St. Thomas the Apostle has always been seen as such a great intercessor for us. Um, because he is like a lot of us here on earth. A lot of us, you know, we really, we don't have that faith maybe from the get-go. We don't have that faith that, you know, Jesus has come back from the dead, that he's, he's risen, that he's been, he's been found in his glorified body. And when St. Thomas saw Jesus, when he finally sees him, he was like, oh man, what, what was I thinking? And he says, my Lord and my God. And, you know, and Jesus is like, oh, well, here, put your hand on my side. Go ahead and, you know, put your finger here on my hand, you know, and, and see, because that's what you wanted to do, right? And St. Thomas doesn't even do that. He's he's just totally beside himself, you know, totally sorry that he could have ever doubted Jesus, even for a little while. And um, Thomas, St. Thomas really reveals that, that risen Christ to us. You know, even though he, he wavered a little bit at first, he shows us that faith to have in Jesus Christ. Um, so, St. Thomas is just another great example of a saint that leads us to Christ, as, as all the saints do. That, that's the purpose of the saints. There is no other purpose in praying to the saints or trying to emulate the saints, except that they bring us just a little bit closer to Jesus. They always point to Jesus. Um, that's 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 the main thing. The main thing is Jesus, of course. And um, now you might be wondering why I went to church at night 
for this Feast of St. Thomas. I probably could have easily gone um, in the morning if my kids weren't going crazy. <laughs> but um, remember we were talking about the Eastern Catholic Churches? I brought that back up again maybe a couple days ago. So in the Cyril Malabar Catholic Church, this is a holy day of obligation since St. Thomas founded the church in India. So I want to touch on a subject real quick that's usually on the minds of us Westerners quite a bit today. And that subject I want to touch on is diversity. So diversity, that's a buzzword we hear a lot today here in the West, especially here in America and Canada. And here, here's what I find really interesting. People seem to have a view of the Catholic Church that it's, it's, uh, that it's exactly like how it is in the movies. Um, and I'm not talking, you know, those great movies from the 40s, 50s, and 60s where, you know, where the church was usually portrayed in a good, good light. Like, you know, I'm thinking right now off the top of my head, the Cardinal, great movie from the 60s. Um, they really respected the faith. But I'm talking about, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, today, where whenever a Catholic church seems to be used in Hollywood, either on TV or on the movies, um, you know, it's, people are aloof, it's, it, it's just, it, it's not, it's not how it is in real life, because the church itself, it, it breathes with two lungs, you know, the way is, that's the way that St. John Paul II put it. The church breathes with two lungs, east and west. And like I mentioned before, there's 24 different ways to be Catholic. In the, the universal Catholic church, the Roman Catholic church, the Latin, Latin Catholic church, is the biggest out of all 24 of these particular churches. And all 24 of these particular churches see the Pope as head of the church. And they're all in communion with each other. So the Roman Catholic Church is the largest, and then you got 23 other smaller churches all from the east. And one of those churches that I visited today was uh, of the Syro-Malabar Catholic Church. They, are, uh, they belong to one of the Syrian rites. It was the East Syrian and the West Syrian rite. And they're a, a, an amazing church to go to, an amazing church to check out. I went to the cathedral. I went to St. Thomas Cathedral, and it's just a beautiful church. Um, you know, great, you know, there's stained glass windows and everything, and, uh, you know, great paintings of, of specific Cyril Malabar Catholic saints in there, but there's differences, there's big differences in there, um, between what you might see on Hollywood, um, because the church is diverse. For instance, did you know that in the Cyril Malabar Catholic Church, there's actually a veil, like a curtain, like, you know, like a curtain, like, you know, when you're at a play or something, that separates the altar from the rest of the sanctuary. And it's pulled back once, about once the readings start. It's not like that in, in, in some of the other particular churches, like in, in the Roman Catholic Church or Byzantine or Ukrainian Catholic Church. It's different. And so what I want people to know is that there are so many different ways to be Catholic. And... 
you can do these in so many unique ways. Because remember, the serial Malabar Catholics, they're, they're from India. I was, it, it was interesting because I was supposed to go with somebody else, they couldn't make it, but I was the minority there. You know, like, I mean, everybody else there was of Indian descent, and, you know, I, I was kind of the outsider there, except I wasn't an outsider, because even though most of the the, the liturgy, and they call, it, they call it the Holy Corbano, or Holy Corbana. During the whole, the whole Holy Corbana, which is their word for the, the Holy Mass, for the Divine Liturgy, during the whole thing, I was able to follow along, even though things were a little bit different, I still knew what was going on. I still knew when the Eucharist was being consecrated. I still knew all that. All the essentials are there, but there's so many different ways to worship. Just like there is in the Byzantine Rite, just like there is in the Latin Rite, and you can even look into the... Uh, the Anglican use of the Latin Rite, because entire Anglican parishes have come over into Catholicism through the uh, through the Anglican use, and they use these and thous and dulsts, you know, in their liturgies and stuff. And it's different. It's just it's, it fascinates me that you can be Catholic but express it in different traditional ways. There's different ways to do it. So if anybody ever tells you that, you know, Catholicism is boring and stuffy, tell them to go check out an Ethiopian Catholic church. Tell them to go check out a Chaldean Catholic church. Tell them to go check out a Byzantine Catholic church or a Cyril Malabar Catholic church. There's unity. This is where you can really say it, that there is unity and diversity. And I hope you guys can check out those churches at some point. And one last thing, uh, before I was just cut off from our, our time limit here. <laughs> um, I hope you guys can check out some of these churches to see what I'm talking about, to see that there's just, just a wide range of diversity. Like, for instance, like another another thing I, I forgot to mention, um, they, they had a choir there and uh, at the Cyril Malabar Cathedral tonight, and they had some drums, they had, you know, they had a, a electronic keyboard, and they played some traditional... Um, Indian music there, they had some really pretty violins and whatnot, and the chanting, totally different, it wasn't anything like Byzantine polyphony, it wasn't anything like Gregorian chant, totally different, but it all expressed the same truths, it all expressed the same things, and, um, you know, we talk about ecumenism a lot, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking to specifically Catholics now, we talk about ecumenism a lot, a lot of people do, yet, so many of us, so many of us Catholics, don't know about our own brother and sister Catholics. And St. John Paul II really exhorted us to get to know intimately the treasures that the various Eastern Rites have. And so I encourage you guys, as I just said in the last segment, check out some of these churches. Check out the diversity that's in the church, that's in the Catholic Church. Um, because it's awesome. Sometimes that diversity word gets a little overused, which is why I call it a buzzword. Sometimes it just gets overused. And, um... This is one instance where diversity is awesome. It's awesome to see all the different traditions and how they've all sprung up, you know, either in Syria or Iraq or uh, Germany or Ethiopia, Egypt. It's so interesting to see how the apostles and their successors evangelized all these people. And while all the essentials remained, all the essentials remained, readings, the Eucharist, sign of peace, all that stuff. All that stuff remains, but each has their own local flavor, their own local tradition, and they're all perfectly valid. 
all perfectly valid, all with different musical traditions, all with different even ways of receiving the Eucharist, either through intinction or leavened bread or unleavened bread. And it's it's all valid, it's all licit, it's all cool. It, it it's awesome. Like I love checking out all these churches. I've I'm I'm trying to see if it's possible for me to visit all twenty four <laughs> particular Catholic churches in my lifetime. I think I've got about seven maybe under my belt now. Six, seven or eight under my belt now. And um and it's really cool to interact with these people because like, you know, we come from all these different cultures, but we're all brother and sister Catholics. Um so look up on the web, you know, look up Eastern Catholic churches near me. Um Wikipedia actually has yeah, Wikipedia, believe it or not, has a good list of what the twenty four Catholic churches are. Or visit Catholic three six five dot com and search for Eastern Catholic churches. There's some good articles on there on Catholic three six five dot com. And um learn more about, about these people. And for those that aren't Catholic you guys should learn more too because there's so many different ways to be Catholic. There's so many ways to belong to that one Catholic church. And it, it, it's it's really awesome. It's really awesome when you think about it. Um, so I just wanted to bring that to your guys' attention tonight on this Freedom's Eve. So hopefully uh, I'll get some time to talk to you guys tomorrow. Everybody be safe tonight and tomorrow night. And have a happy 4th of July. Later. <laughs>